I believe every person deserves kindness in their lives. I believe kindness has the power to change us from the inside out, to change the world beginning with you and me. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Self-Kindness, Self-Kindness with Pete. It's about figuring out how kindness towards ourselves can be our superpower, how kindness is more than just a reward at the end of the day. It's about living clear lives, focused lives, motivated by loving concern, rather than motivated by fear and anxiety. It's about how we make that change. How does self-kindness show up the moment we need it the most? You are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you. And each week, we'll be exploring how to do that with people who are leading this kindness awakening in their own lives. My name is Pete Sibley, and I'm so grateful you're here. Hello, hello, and welcome to another Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley, your host, and as always, so grateful to have you here listening in. How's it going today? If you're listening in real time, it is fall of 2020, and wow, you know, it's time to start to pull it in. What a year, 2020. Uh, If you're a new listener, welcome. So grateful you're here. I hope you stick around. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Uh, Maybe you'll subscribe and rate the show. If you're coming back and you've listened in the past, wow, what a privilege to have you back. Thanks for joining me, friend. And same thing, if you haven't subscribed yet to the show, would you do that? Would you take a moment really quick? to rate shows uh, on your podcast platform that you're listening to, or leave a comment. You know, this self-kindness conversation, it keeps coming up in all the conversations that I'm having with my guests. And that is, as we do this personal practice of self-kindness, it ends up having an effect on the macro level. So you listening to this podcast, it's not a little thing. You rating the show, and yeah, it it definitely boosts my ego a little bit to see the ratings go up. I love seeing that. But on a larger level, it helps get this self-kindness conversation out into the world. And who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want a world where we are able to be kind to ourselves in a real meaningful way? We're able to take that kindness that we want to extend out to others, turn it in towards ourselves, and to get in touch with that. You know, think of, it just comes into my mind that all of the, so many of what we're witnessing in the world, these issues, these problems, these, these, you know, these challenges, I just can't help but wonder if each person involved in those challenges had a self-kindness practice, how would that just, you know, really radically change the world? So it is this, you know, it, it points to the wisdom of the Gandhi quote that's just so overused, but we'll do it anyway. You know, be the change you want to see in the world. I had an amazing interview earlier today with a guest that's going to be on, um, in the coming weeks and she really talks about this 
I mean, what talk about a wild journey that she's been on and how it has led her to be able to do the work that she's doing in the world. So a personal self-kindness practice, changing the way we talk to ourselves, really growing and getting to know what is our story that we tell ourselves. I mean, even just to ask that question, what, Pete, I'm telling a story about myself? Like, no, these are just facts. Like, oh, what I experience with myself, what I experience with so many people is that the things we're calling facts are thoughts in our heads. And they're supported by a whole bunch of other thoughts. And so it's like a thought is supporting a thought, which is supporting a thought. And if you really want to go off the deep end into woo-woo land, as people call it, um, where is a thought? What is a thought? Hmm. You can't take it out. You can't put it on the table and take a look at it. You can't rinse it off and stick it in the dishwasher. Like a thought is nothing. Hmm. Well, that's a conversation for the podcast later on. So the normal way that I've been working this podcast is to bring on a beautiful, brilliant soul to share some of their wisdom. And I get to be in conversation with these people. Talk about an incredible privilege um, to share that conversation with somebody else and then share it with you as you listen and as you do your thing that you're doing maybe you're washing dishes i like to send a shout out to a buddy of mine who who owns a store and he says as he takes out and puts the jewelry in uh each night he listens sometimes to self-kindness with pete so thank you for that but today the brilliant beautiful person um and i really mean this coming from a kindness place is is me And it has been a huge journey in my life to be able to say that and really own that. Really own, you know, these qualities, these kind, generous qualities that people have bestowed on me. Um, I have not always been good at being able to take those in. So whether it was coming from my wife whether it was coming from people out there in the world who would tell me, you know, Pete, you're doing good things, you know, Pete, you're a nice person, and on and on, which in of itself is uh, a privileged place to live from. And I could not take that in. A lot of times I could not take in what they were saying. So, So my journey recently in my own Uh, experience. I'm a big fan, as you probably know, of of now (laughs) reaching out for help. Something, again, that I couldn't do in the past. And I do, I'm working with people now in my own coaching practice, and I'm getting coaching myself. So today, I not only talked with uh, my friend who I do therapy work with, who's, you know, she's my friend through doing therapy, my therapist. I also uh, had some life coaching today. So 
all of those things and reaching out, I kept getting reflected back to me that it's okay, it's safe, and it's part of my journey to really help shake loose, get unstuck from my ability to trust myself. It's like I can trust other people. I can trust other people's opinions. I trust myself in a lot of places. But when it comes to my creativity and putting my heart out there vulnerably, um, you know, that is a hard task for me sometimes to trust that what I'm saying is something that um, it's okay to put out there in the world. So it's safe to trust me. It's noticing that I'm trustworthy. Like that's my work. And that's what I want to chat with you today about is not so much the trust, which is really essential, but a larger overarching theme is getting unstuck. So it came up for me that I was getting stuck in my own business as I'm working on growing my business, that even if I have something on the schedule, I look at it when it pops up and I start to balk at taking the next steps. And that's where I started to notice that I don't trust myself. You know, maybe the next step is that I want to grow the people that I'm helping serve, you know, grow my clients. So the step that I might need to take is to reach out to potential new clients. And then I notice that I begin to question, well, how do I do that? I don't have the right list of people or this person's not going to want me to reach out to them and on and on and on. And that's my work. So getting unstuck from that place where I'm not really landing and distrusting myself going in and, and stepping towards it. Now, some of you listening might say, well, that's not your issue. You totally trust yourself. And that's amazing. I love that. But I would invite you to, to hear this and see what this brings up for you. If your is- issue isn't about trusting yourself, you know, where is it that you know something would help you? Where is it that you know you could take a step towards something that would help you, grow you, uh, make your life feel more joyous, better, whatever that is for you? And why don't you do it? You know, why is it that you don't do what you know would be good, beneficial, helpful, fill in the blank for you? What stops you? That, my friend, is a place to explore of getting unstuck. Now, maybe rather than using that as a prompt, you might have something in your life where I mentioned feeling stuck and you've got it. It could be a relationship. It could be one of your kids. It could be something with a coworker. And it could be something in your own personal growth journey. Stuck in your thinking, like with negative self-talk. Stuck in your actions. Maybe there's something you've been, a room that you've been wanting to organize or repaint. And you just, you just don't do it. Or maybe there's something that you notice that you've been meaning to get to and it's just over and over and over again. 
Sometimes feeling stuck is like you're stuck that you feel like you can't make a change. And this comes up a lot when I talk with, especially parents, um, that they can't make the change they want to make. They feel like there's just so many balls in the air. They're just scared that any moment one of them could be dropped and the whole thing falls apart. So feeling stuck in that inability to move, feeling trapped. So all of these bring a feeling with them. They bring an emotion. And if you have listened to this podcast before, um, you know that I'm a big fan of noticing those emotions and then noticing the thoughts that are bringing up those emotions. Because the very wise among us and the wise parts in us understand that our feelings are a result of what we're thinking and believing about a situation. So the situation or circumstance can be totally neutral, and it is neutral, rather. Our thoughts, our perceptions about it, affect how we think and feel about that circumstance. So a feeling of being stuck, of being trapped, or a thought that you're stuck we feel helpless. We can feel like we're out of control. We can feel trapped. So getting in touch with those emotions is really important. Really, really important. Once we are aware that thoughts are creating our feelings, once we're aware that our thoughts creating our feelings create our actions, and we take our actions out of our feelings, and that ends up being the life that we're living, once we see that, we are beginning to have the awareness to invite some change. And again, my invitation is always to make that change with kindness, make it with compassion, to notice a thought or notice an emotion, and to give ourselves time to check it out. So a lot of times, what we tend to do is we tend to feel an emotion and maybe brush right past it and want to step into taking action to change that. And in my case of not trusting myself, that's exactly what comes up. You know, I'll be sitting there thinking that I want to take action to find some new clients. And I notice that emotion coming up and it doesn't feel good. It feels uncomfortable. But I start trying to take action out of that place to change the emotion. So I think, well, if I send out 10 emails, then I'll feel better about it. And really what it is, is to go back and notice, oh, that thought there that I'm, and I don't trust myself to take the right step. Let me start there. That's my self-kindness. So really, I guess that points to self-kindness is about understanding our minds, understanding your mind, how it works. That is just so crucial in that a situation comes up. If we don't understand our mind, we are going to again and again take action without really getting in touch with our thoughts and beliefs 
and our feelings about what that situation brings up. So how does that look on kind of a a more practical level? If I am feeling stuck, I may be noticing that uncomfortable feeling. And just that noticing gives me an opportunity to ask myself, you know, hey, hold on, before you jump in, is there something that you can take a look at here? Is there a reminder that you can remind yourself like uh, for me I do remind myself now that I am trustworthy I have proven that I've proven that so thoughts you may be having are thoughts like it's never going to change that can lead us to feeling stuck or I don't know what to do which is one of my calling cards another one is there's so much to do so Let's take a look. Let's take a look at this. You know, again, why is it we don't do the things that we know are good for us, that we know will help us? And one way that we stay in stuck is that when we start to unpack it, one of the emotions can be there's fear. There's fear of failure. We've done it before and we have failed. I don't want to do that again, which is a human experience. I mean, all humans have that fear. So we let ourselves reflect on what's coming up, where it's coming up, whether it's with work or relationship, or maybe you're listening or watching the news, and it just feels stuck. It feels stuck. My work with people is to collect that, identify the feeling, the emotion, and then get still with the because I am feeling stuck because or I am afraid because and to collect those thoughts see what's there in my experience of seeing myself as as trustworthy I might have the thought you know I'm I don't I don't know what to do yet or I don't have the right skill set yet So that thought can bring up a feeling of being unprepared. And so then what's the action that I take of reaching out to people when I feel unprepared? So often we move right to, well, if you feel unprepared, get prepared. Rather than slowing down and getting more to the cause. So feeling unprepared is actually the effect. And the cause is, what am I thinking? So I can't move right to feeling prepared. My kindness practice for me is to take a look at what is the cause here? And so if I'm having the the thought that I'm not prepared, I can take it through my self-inquiry practice, which is the work of Byron Katie. Four questions and a turnaround. So after I do that process, I explore the thought. Is it true? Can I absolutely know that it's true, that I'm not prepared? And then I notice how do I react when I am thinking the thought I'm not prepared? And I see how my day unfolds when I think I'm not prepared. I maybe do, you know, the least uh, step that I can take 
So maybe I do move to action to reach out to clients, but I write an email. And so if I'm feeling unprepared, I'm definitely, it's going to be challenging to pick up the phone. So I notice those reactions and I notice the feelings that come out of it and other thoughts around it. The other question in the work of Byron Katie, self-inquiry, is who would I be without the thought? And so I love this because this puts me into the experience of what it means to be kind to myself. The rest of the stuff, it's beautiful, it's helpful, but when I ask myself, who would I be without the thought, I'm inviting me to really land in the moment, to really be present. So who are you without your belief that you're not prepared? Who am I when I can't think the thought, I'm not prepared? Wow. Well, I noticed that I feel more calm. I feel, you know, connected to the part of me that really wants to serve others. Hmm. So asking that question allows me to really get in touch with where I want to live out of, which is it's safe to trust me. It's safe. It's safe. And I just want to go back to walking through this process is how we use self-kindness to move us through and towards those things that we know will help us and we're not doing. You know, another one for me is sleep. I really enjoy my Netflix at night after the kids have gone to sleep and my wife Anne has gone off and she's reading and I finally get a moment to put my feet up and I turn on Netflix or you know, watch some sports, but that doesn't help me with sleep. And, you know, sleep is really important for me. I have a lot of parts of my life where sleep would help. So self-kindness, why don't I do the thing that I know? Well, sometimes it's all right to stay up and watch a movie. And other times, can I just trust myself? Hmm. Who would I be without my thought? All right, so getting unstuck for me is an act of first being aware of it and then stepping into just noticing how my mind works, reminding myself this is how my mind works. It's not wrong. I'm not broken. I don't suck. (laughs) It's like, can I just support myself in what is here right now? You know, that makes me think of, like, if one of my kids has a nightmare, I don't, you know, get angry or upset with them that they had a nightmare. I sit with them. I rub their back. I say, you know, it's going to be all right. It's all right. It's just a nightmare. And yet I know when the nightmare is happening, it feels real. Our body reacts to it. There's science that shows us, you know, they hook us up to machines and they show that our body reacts to our, our thoughts the same way as it reacts to the same situation. So it's not a little thing to explore your thoughts. It's not 
a small thing to begin to learn how to name your emotions, how to name your situation when you to even get to put a lit, uh, an understanding on, boy, I feel stuck here. I feel stuck here. Let me take a look. So where could this help you? Where could this just serve you a little bit? I know that you're listening to this, and I really feel like if you've made it this far, you've done some work on yourself. If you're listening to this, you've done some work on yourself. And maybe you've done 99% of the work that you need to do. And congratulations on that. I'm getting close. I'm working on me. But it's going to be that 1% that shows up in your life that can offer you that opportunity to get close to self-kindness. Again, you know, one of my guests that I was talking with recently was just kept reflecting on how true it was for her that in doing her own self-work, it has made her able to take what she's learned internally and apply it externally. And she's working with some heavy hitters out there, you know, mining industries in Africa and, you know, insurance companies. So this work is important work. You are important work. And thank you for taking this time to sit and listen and reflect wherever this landed for you. It's my passion and it is my belief that we are all worthy of self-kindness and that self-kindness is a bar of chocolate, yes, and it is deeply allowing ourselves to go there, to look at our emotions, to open up those boxes that we've packed away. You know, as a man in our culture, it's really been a lot of work for me to get comfortable with tenderness and expressing that uh, and sharing that journey of my own tenderness journey, my own vulnerabilities that way. And so in doing this podcast, I'm grateful that you provide a platform where I can live into who am I without the thought that I'm not trustworthy, Mm. just get to meet a beautiful, kind, courageous person, myself. And my hope is that you, you too land on that beautiful, courageous, kind, generous, and extend that to you. So I love that you took this time would you share this with another person if it if you think it could serve them in any way again supporting the podcast supports this conversation so would you like it would you rate it and subscribe to it i'm going to leave you with a song of anna minds and i really love you i'm so grateful that you have taken this time We'll see you next week with one of those amazing guests that I'm so privileged to interview. And until then, 
I invite you to just explore this. See how it works for you. What is it like to bring self-kindness to those places where you might be feeling a little stuck? All right, my friend. If you've done personal growth work in the past, but still don't feel like you're living a clear, heart-centered life, living your purpose, reaching your potential, you've got to sign up for Self-Kindness Coaching. Self-Kindness Coaching is my multi-month coaching program where I teach you how to know your mind to create the life you've always wanted. No matter what work you've done in the past, Self-Kindness Coaching is for you. Go to PeteSibley.com coaching to find out more. Self-Kindness with Pete is supported and caffeinated by Captain and Stoker Coffee Roasters, located at 398 East Franklin Street in Monterey, California. And if you're not local, you can hop on captainandstoker.com and order up a bag, brew up a cup today. So why don't you love on them a little bit? They're great supporters of Self-Kindness with Pete. Grab a great cup of coffee. Thanks, Captain and Stoker. Self-Kindness with Pete is supported by Union Yoga Monterey. They're now offering beach yoga classes at the Tides Hotel if you're here locally in Monterey. And you can sign up for all of this at unionyoga-monterey.com. So I'm loving it. Thank you, Union Yoga. Thanks for your support. Walls coming down Children 